All right, it's that time in the show that everyone loves. It's when we bring in our friends over at Black Locks Reporter because, of course, they dig up all a lot of the juicy dirt that often gets buried underneath the headlines, but it really shouldn't because it is the consequential political news. No one doing it better, of course, than our friend Tom Korski, who is the managing editor of Black Locks Reporter. He joins us now. Good to have you back, Tom. Thank you, Alex. Or maybe I should say it's good for me to be back. Um, uh, you watching the debates today and tomorrow? And I think a lot of the people questioning, uh, should Mr. Bernier um, be on this uh, political debate? I mean, he's got higher polling numbers right now than the Green Party. And certainly, I mean, it makes more sense federally to have a Bernier at these debates rather than, let's say, the Bloc Québécois. Where are you on this? Uh, why not? Come on, come all. They have representation in Parliament in the past, certainly in the uh, last Parliament. And they're polling pretty decently. He's drawing significant crowds, uh, bigger crowds than some other party leaders who will be there tonight. You know, Alex, the Debates Commission was created by Cabinet. It was supposed to make everything better and smoother, and it did not make things better, and it did not make things go more smoothly. Before, in olden days, private broadcasters used to handle these debates. Everything worked out fine. The Debates Commission has now been successfully sued twice for uh, running a media blacklist. Can't do that, two federal judges have said. They put, uh, though they're supposed to be nonpartisan, they put Craig Kielberger of We Charity fame, a Liberal Party donor, on their board. Mm-hmm. And they awarded a sole source contract to a lobby group, Green Pack, that has endorsed mainly Liberal and New Democrat candidates. They have a lot to answer for. And um, the, 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 there's questions about the formatting. There's questions about their, forgive me, core competence. Really, they can't get rid of this commission fast enough, in my opinion. Just give it back to the broadcasters. Yeah, no kidding. I, I tend to agree with you, and I'm going to talk about it with uh, one of my ne- next guests, about the foreign policy again. No foreign policy in this debate. And we both know that it should be on this debate because this is a huge weakness for Trudeau. And it's, I have to think, this board, which is very liberal-friendly, that made sure that this would not be an issue that they had to touch. No, it's inexplicable. I mean, the, the fall of Kabul, yeah. it, it, it sounds like a, a pretty significant outbreak of foreign news, and it's inexplicable. Or the two Michaels, or China, or, or, or. All right, let us dig into what you guys have been digging into. I think this is a a bit of a a slow burn, but it begs the question. Because, you know, we went 16 months, Tom, never a day missed, with these, you know, um, daily updates from Dr. Tan about all the scariness, the the threat of COVID, you know, the, the wave after wave after wave. We can't leave our house. We can't do anything. We haven't seen a daily update at all during this election. Nothing, not a word, even though we're in wave four and there are all this, you know, ominous news about the, you know, the, the next wave. Um, and then we find out that not only did the uh, federal scientists refuse to speak with Canada's doctors on pandemic planning. So it's not just the public that they're not talking to. They're not even talking to China or Canada's doctors on pandemic planning. And so can you unbreak this story that was kind of um, rolled out by the Canadian Medical Association that you guys dug up? Yeah, absolutely. This is the uh, CMA journal uh, published by doctors for doctors, peer-reviewed periodical, pretty scientific. They had asked since July for a time with members of National Vaccine Advisory Panel for pretty fundamental information. Are we going to need more booster shots? Are there going to have to be vaccinations for children under 12 currently not recommended? Mm-hmm. And they were told to drop dead. No, no time for you, 
said the public health agency, you check back after Thanksgiving. That would be after the election. Then they asked to speak to Dr. Tam, chief public health officer. Drop dead, they were told. You may get an interview, but not right now. Because of the election, quote, unquote, the CMA Journal quoted the Department of Health. You know, when Harper did this, it was called a a press gag, gagging scientists, and people set their hair on fire. This is unacceptable, Alex. And in fact, we asked Dr. Tam, what do you care if there's an election on? This is scientists refusing to talk to the nation's foremost medical authority, the Canadian Medical Association, about a medical emergency. Are you kidding me? That's what they did. I mean, color me stupid, but I thought public health actually served the public. I mean, that's their job. And I kind of say that in jest, but I mean, they are to serve the public. Yeah, it's all about science uh, until until there's an election. And then it gets really political. What can I tell you? You know, listen, you don't get to be chief public health officer if you don't have political skills. Uh, Presumably, Dr. Tam got her appointment not merely on the basis of her resume. Let's just put the cards on the table. It doesn't matter if you're chief of police. I never met a chief of police who wasn't a good politician. Don't fool yourself. (laughs) This is not meritocracy. So what I've met, but I've met many police police chiefs who are not great politicians or police chiefs. So, I mean, there's also that, too. <laughs> point, point taken. <laughs> but when we talk about and you see these crowds of, you know, growing people who have such a mistrust in government, you see like the anger across this country. It's crap like this. If people think that their their health is being politicized or that politicians are playing games with it, it's this kind of garbage where you've got like political maneuvering happening behind the scenes for political gain. Well, just remember this. Anytime you hear any public office holder say, no, no, it's not like that. This is pure science. This is like stainless steel robots uh, tell us what to do. Uh, there's no influence here. There's no attempt to seek favor. That's a, that's a, no matter how thin you slice it, that's a bunch of baloney. Someone told Tam to knock it off, and someone told them, you're not talking to the Canadian Med- Medical Association, and they didn't. It was outrageous. Yeah, well, nonetheless, I'm sure they'll start right back up September 21st when we're right in the thick of it. Um, I think this is interesting because now Prime Minister or Justin Trudeau, the leader, um, who will hope to be Prime Minister again, he told reporters that uh, they will not be taxing our homes with a capital gains tax, even though they did give a $250,000 grant to the CHMC, which was looking into this kind of policy. And this report will come out any day, but this is research, Tom, that was being done to examine tax and other public finance policy opportunities to level the so-called playing field. And so you got Trudeau on the campaign trail saying, no, 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 we're not going to ca- you know, tax your homes or anything else. Um, but then you've got this research paper. Where should we be in believing this story one way or another? The cabinet has said uh, for years they will never tax home equity because that would be wrong. And yet there's always this whisper about taxing home equity, followed by really passionate denials. In this case, Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation uh, gave that quarter million dollar grant to pro-tax researchers to get a tax on a, a research paper on whether to tax home equity. Everybody knows Mm-hmm. Everybody knows what was involved in this and what CMHC paid and what they wanted to hear. What's interesting is the prime minister put that on the table. That's the most definitive statement he's ever made. Never 
Never will we tax home equity. That would be wrong, he said. His last finance minister, Bill Morneau, said the same thing in 2020 when it got a little hot in the House of Commons. He said, we will never, ever in the future, tax home equity. But it always seems to stick around, Alex. Look, at mm-hmm. they, they got to get the money from somewhere, but they know that the day they go to tax home equity, oh, wait for it. Oh, yeah. No question about it. Where there's smoke, there's definitely fire. Don't have a lot of time, but I, and I, and it's a serious issue, but I could not help but like laughing when I read this. So the Department of National Defense is going to launch this marketing campaign next month, promising this purpose and empowerment campaign because they want women to enlist in the Canadian Armed Forces. And of course, like, sorry, Tom, they're launching a commercial to try to get women to look at other, you know, career choices and look to the military. Why don't they clean up the military before they launch the campaign? Yeah, this would be for all the women who don't listen to the radio or read newspapers (laughs) and have no internet access. Or have no brain, yeah. (laughs) And missed all the sex scandals in the last three months, (laughs) including criminal charges of witness tampering against the former commander of the Canadian Armed Forces involved in an ongoing sex scandal. The irony is noted. They have had a target to increase women's representation in the Army, Navy, and Air Force for many years. They keep missing it. And they wonder why. Yeah. Gee, I can't imagine. It'd be so rewarding to have a career there. No one will believe you. No one's got your back. Nonetheless. All right. Well, we'll see if that campaign launches or uh, if it's dead on arrival. Always appreciate your time, Tom. I know you're busy these days, so always uh, love talking to you. My pleasure. Thanks, Alex. That is Tom Korski, managing editor of Black Locks Reporter. And a lot of people ask me, how, where do I get this? Look, it's subscription-based. They earn every cent of it. They give you all your money's worth, and it is absolutely worth the subscription because you get the goods.